Earthy Girls is a mother-daughter duo who love the planet and all things green. Raquel is a Dallas-based florist, while Rebecca is a lifelong gardener and artist. Together, they co-create beautiful gift boxes with recycled florals, paper, and wax. Together, they are the Earthy Girls. Raquel. Hey, Mom. How are you? I'm good. Happy first day of spring. Happy first day of spring. Officially, 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 it was at 524 Eastern Standard Time, and it is now 427. So we are three minutes in. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> like in the year, you know, we celebrate. Yes, we can. We are definitely going to be celebrating. Okay, so before we dive into the topic of the first day of spring, uh, let's do the last podcast follow-up. And what did you think about that topic overall about how we humans, you know, acknowledge, relate, and then identify to climate change? Yeah, I think it's a really good conversation and I don't hear it being talked a lot about. So Mm -hmm. it was good to chat and have a few you know, roundtable conversations about it. I love that Peter and his friends were able to hop in and weigh on the conversation. And, you know, we're all different, truly. You know, there's 8 billion of us and no two people are the same. So how we look at the issue is going to vary a lot. Mm-hmm. Like I'm the optimist, you're the realist, there's the doomsdayer, there's the naysayer, <laughs> there's everybody in between. And, and uh, you know, we probably are married to people who also are different than us. Um, and so how that looks in your daily life, whether you want to be a realist and you would acknowledge it, but are you going to do something to change it? Mm-hmm. And if you are a doomer, are you just sitting and like being upset or sad or are you saying like, hey, I can do something about it. So I think that even as an optimist, I, I find a solution. So I think that no matter where you are at the spectrum, there's still solutions to be made and you still can do something. Are you going to sit and whine about it or acknowledge it and not do anything about it? So we're just kind of doing a call to action, no matter where you are in that spectrum. I think that everybody can do one small step every day to help the planet, right? I think so. And, you know, I would urge, and and we didn't even really touch on this. There was a whole group of people and a whole industry on people prepping for the end of the world. And, you know, the underground bunkers, all the supplies, the MREs, you know, building these bunkers that are luxury bunkers that you can rent. You know, there's a whole spectrum of people that are like, okay, the end of the world's coming, but we want to make sure that we can live it out. Yeah. (laughs) But why not put some of that energy and money into, hey, let's try to not have the end of the world happen, you guys. What about that? That's That's a novel idea. Let's make sure that the planet can continue on for future generations, or not the planet, but us humans, because like Peter and you and I know, the planet itself will regenerate. We will be the ones that will, you know, be eliminated if we don't, if we, if we don't stop and make changes. So yes. So that ties in very nicely to what we did for the planet this week, Raquel. Last episode, how I was doing a lot of traveling and how I think about what else can I do while I travel to be more earthy and eco-friendly. And right now I have been really busy in the flower barn. So it's definitely wedding and event season. And Mm -hmm. although sometimes I get upset, I kind of am a doomer when it comes to my specific industry not being very sustainable. Um, But like I said, instead of just sit around and say, oh, 
I'm a realist or I'm an optimist, I'm saying, okay, well, what's the solution? So every day I'm trying my hardest to make sure that my flower shop is as earthy and eco-friendly as possible. Mm -hmm. So by doing a lot of different things and by, today we actually took the time to break down boxes and take to recycling. So I know a lot of people just toss us out with the trash because that's what's easy and convenient because we are in a really fast, high paced industry. You don't have a lot of time and the boxes can really pile up on you. So obviously reducing your use of those boxes then we recycle them we reuse them we pack you know package them up and to take them to weddings full of the arrangements so reduce reuse or recycling when it comes to the cardboard i'm also you know i'm big into reusing all my flower bucket water so mm -hmm. all the water you know when you come to the shop you help clean the buckets and then we process all the flowers and i do no chemicals in that water too so that i am able to reuse those in my own garden and then um, I will wait to the end of the event and we dump it out in the yard, water my different plants around the garden. So I love to reuse that water, kind of doing some of the gray water there. Mm -hmm. And then, um, yeah, so I take those to my flowers, my, my garden. And then I do encourage people to bring their own water bottles to work instead of, you know, just using that single use plastic over and over again. I have gallons of water so they can refill their waters with their water bottles. And then we are reusing just almost as everything as possible. Containers, rubber bands, packaging. I mean, even the flowers today were delivered and, you know, they're hand wrapped and they're very protected because they're shipped from across the world. And, you know, here in California too, and they they wrap these flowers in really nice packaging. And so guess what? Instead of tossing that out or recycling, we actually put it in a bag and reuse it when we're packaging up our flowers for boxes on wedding mm -hmm. day. So, you know me, I don't toss anything out. It's like you said, trying not to have single use anything, just using it over and over again as many times as we can. Even the roses, they're wrapped in rubber bands. We could easily cut them. That would be easier, right? To cut the rubber bands off their packaging, but we take the time to take the rubber band off and then we can reuse the rubber bands in the shop. Yes. So. Um, it may seem discouraging wherever you work, if you work at a grocery store, you work in retail, or you work at a flower shop like I do, and you may be sitting around and just kind of fretting that, you know, hey, we do produce a lot of waste here. What can we do about it? So I'm really big into just small daily steps. Be the change that you want to see in your industry or in your world or even just at home. Yes, absolutely. And you are really you've gotten so good at packaging your uh, bouquets and um, the, the boxes and they're so sturdy. They don't move around. And I'm just like, you do it so fast. So I know you do it a lot because it's done very expertly <laughs> and those flowers don't move around and they don't tump over. Mm -hmm. So yes, well done on that. Uh, so for me, yes, no single use plastics. We know that that's, that's, that's number one. That's the easy thing, guys. Whenever I see somebody with a plastic water bottle, I'm like, what are you doing? Hello? You don't need that. I mean, you don't, you can buy any kind of reusable. I mean, you could put your logo on it. You can make your own, you can buy, I mean, there's so many different ones, so many ones with cute sayings on them. I mean, it, there's just no excuse anymore for those single use plastics. Now I understand if, you know, your water is, you know, your city or county tells you, hey, the water's been contaminated, uh, we're going to hand out single-use plastic cases, even that is just breaks my heart. But I understand that. That's, a, that's an emergency. But if you're just tooling around at the gym or tooling around wherever you're at, please, just no single-use plastics. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's, it's, that's, an, that's an easy one. Uh, 
and you know plastic as a whole is our big big one of our big big problems you know we've got we've got a you know we've got about a handful of really big issues plastic is in that handful so if you get some you know from takeout or from whatever try to reuse it i i reuse all of it even the little small little plastic ones you know that they have a five on there on the ric code that those things will never break down so reuse it i clean them let them dry and then when i'm taking seeds out of the lemons or the bell peppers or whatever i dry out my seeds i put them in those little containers and that's what holds them so and then i take them out put them in a glass jar so yes i'm trying to get some use out of that and then sometimes i just put you know junk in it for you know my grandkids to you know open up and there's little pieces of different things in there you know and they like that so be careful of your plastic and then of course gray watery uh every day now uh food monitoring and um that's an eye opener, you guys. And then my new reducetarian lifestyle, which I have, re- I have made the commitment to reduce my intake of meat. And if I do have meat, I want to have, have meat that is organic, that is grain fed, that is not uh, an, a tortured animal in uh, a big, you know, facility. So in that kind of stuff, I can't even go there because I'll cry. So I can't watch videos like that, but I do know it exists. So for me, my reducetarian lifestyle is not only helping my health, but it's helping other animals not suffer. And today is Monday. So we're having meatless Monday. We're having, you know, spicy vegan cabbage soup. And I'm experimenting with some compost tea. I saw that on one of uh, the IG people we follow, Raquel. So making some compost tea. And now that growing season has officially started, you know, I'm reusing my coffee grounds, my eggshells, making my own signature soil. And then, of course, my purchasing power is at the cash register. I have the power. I don't have to buy plastic. I have the power, you know, so. Mm-hmm. You have the power, you guys. So if you don't want to do any of the stuff that earthy girls are doing, you can at least, you know, exercise your purchasing power and try to eliminate packaging uh, and try to use byproducts that have sustainable packaging. So, yes, and better yet, you know, homemade from the farmer's market. Right, Raquel? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyways, what we're going to talk about today, guys, so this is the Earthy Girls. This is like our Super Bowl or the beginning of our season, (laughs) right, Raquel? Mm -hmm. This is the beginning of our season. You know, people get into training camp, you know, for football or for, you know, right now it's baseball. People are in training camp. They're going to have, you know, their first first game. This is when we begin. So the Earthy Girls, this is our training camp. It's the first day of spring. We're super excited. We can't wait to get out in the garden. It's time to grow, grow, grow. And so since today is the first day uh, of spring, it's also known as the spring equinox. And, you know, typically everybody, especially you too, because you got married on the first day of spring, you know, people associate that with 321. But this year it's falling on March 20th, which is today. Uh, um, And, you know, a fun fact in 2020, spring fell on March 19th, which was the earliest first spring day in 124 years. So, and as we know, 2020 was a very big year for the planet and for us people, right? With the pandemic. And so I think that's just a little fun fact, but um, we're gonna talk a little bit about how it's known as the vernal equinox, Raquel, and also the first point of Aries. So tell the listeners, what does vernal mean? And you know why is that important? 
Vernal translates to new and fresh, and equinox is from the Latin words equal and nox, which is night. So it literally means equal day and night. And there are only two times of the year when the Earth's axis is not tilted towards or away from the sun. So it's resulting kind of just resting in place. It's nearly, it's just an equal day. So equal day and equal night, which is pretty cool, right? Um, We are coming off of winter, which we know we have more night than daylight and spring. We start having more equal days, a lot of morning light, a lot of evening light. And then we'll go to the summer where we have those long nights, which we love those long Texas summer nights, don't we? Because it's so hot in the day. So we really, yes, this is our open air big opening season right we love spring we're going to be out in the garden and this is where a lot of us if we kind of dust off the winter blues you made it through winter winter (laughs) can be hard for a lot of people uh, whether that is physically or metaphorically speaking or spiritually whatever you need to do just to dust off that part of your life you are re-emerging into spring so a lot of people use this as a representation of like new life new light new beginning new paths and planting new seeds. So think about spring. What do you want to plant this season, whether it's actual seeds or whether it's new ideas, because this is a great time for new beginnings, renewal and growth. So maybe Mm. you just need a full on new beginning. Maybe you need to renew your spirit. Maybe you need to grow. So um, this is a great time for that. This also is a time where people start to cleanse They are doing a natural detoxification, whether it's in the food they eat or like, you know, for us, we are celebrating the Lenten season. So that also corresponds to that. We're detoxing some things that no longer serve us. Right. Right. Um, And then people also use this as a time to do deep house cleaning. We do our spring cleaning. I see all my friends posting about their spring cleaning. And so we we really are just copying what's happening in nature. Right. When we're natural Mm -hmm. beings, we're part of mother earth and that's why it's so important to take care of the earth and to take care of ourselves because when we have that balance which is really what spring is about right it's not more day or more light it's equal so we can we can find that equinox in our own life um you know we're going to be better for it so this is a great time for everybody to you know do some spring cleaning some detoxification in your own life which is really exciting because we're going to go back through our detox series here we're going to gear up for a big month long celebration of detox um yes. but what else what do you what else do you find interesting about you know going from the winter solstice to the spring equinox well, I like how you mentioned how a lot of people, you want to dust off the winter blues because a lot of people do get the sad disease. You know, it is, it's not just a phenomenon. It really does affect people. Light energizes us, right, Raquel? We, mm-hmm. we get an energy from it because what do we know? The sunlight helps the plants grow. So it also helps us grow, even if it's more not like in a physical aspect, but more as an emotional and a mental aspect. So we know that, you know, after December 21st, you know, the day start, you know, just a little bit a few minutes every day if you look at your at your uh, weather app you'll notice that the sunset you know gets a little bit further further so we know that we're going to see more light and we look forward to that so those you know three months leading up to spring the vernal equinox it kind of marks the turning point so when daylight begins to win out over that darkness and you know we all have found ways to enjoy winter, right? Hot cocoa, a roaring fire, good books, connecting with people, making hot soups. But spring is when we can come out of our homes 
because the direct rays of the sun are shining, they're shining down on the, you know, the equator, producing, you know, equal day and night, you know, just give it, you know, like I said, a few minutes here and there. And so then after the vernal equinox, which is today, so those rays of the sun, they begin to migrate north of the equator. And that means the hours of daylight steadily grow longer and longer and longer until they arrive at the Tropic of Cancer, which I find so interesting because my sister is the Tropic of Cancer and I'm the Tropic of Capricorn. So I think it's, you know, it's that to me, that kind of stuff, you know, like today's the first point of Aries, people who follow um, people who follow that kind of stuff, you know, we know a little bit about the Aries and then here comes the Taurus, you know, so I, I like the fact that it's got a little bit of science and it's got a little bit of the psychology of our personalities. So anyways, there's two equinoxes, Raquel, there's the one that's today and then there's going to be the one that happens in the fall. So, and then that's when basically our days are split in half, like you mentioned. So that is fun. I like that. But here's another thing that I think is really interesting, you know, because all, you know, we're learning a lot more about space thanks to, you know, first we had the Hubble telescope. Now we've got the Webb telescope. We've got all these different telescopes that can see the planets. And, you know, we happen to have one of the reasons why Mother Earth is so phenomenal, so beautiful, so uh, unique as far as we know right now is because we have an atmosphere. So, we can see, you know, the sunrise and the sunset because of the refraction of light. So that, you know, doesn't happen on every other planet. So you have to remember that, you know, we are so blessed on Mother Earth. We've got this wonderful atmosphere that protects the planet. So there's a whole lot of science involved. I have included a link to the Farmer's Almanac, which I think is a real good resource, Raquel, because, I mean, it's got enough science, but the way they write in the Farmer's Almanac, it's really a layman's guide to spring and mm -hmm. what you can do. So, uh, you know, like Raquel said, we're going to mention the detox series. Well, we definitely will do a garden series and we'll talk again about, you know, what you need to know, like know your zone, um, and, you know, use your resources online, you know, start to investigate uh, what grows well in your part of the world and try to use plants that are native. Um, try to do things that will take up less resources in your garden. You know, if you want to plant an edible garden, you know, I would love to do a series on the edible garden. Um, and there's edible flowers, all that kind of stuff. But today's an important day. So it's like Raquel says, what I've said, today marks the beginning of the growing season. And uh, Raquel and I will actually do the detox series, I guess, because next week we're going to have the series on crystal. So I guess the week after that, Raquel, is that when mm -hmm. we're going to? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. So you can look forward to that. So next week we'll have the series on crystals with Judy, a friend of mine who uh, practices a lot of healing. So we'll have her next week and then you can look forward to the detox series. Uh, but today we just want to urge you to get out in the garden. If you, I mean, if you're not going to have a freeze tonight, you know, I've been in my greenhouse uh, for a couple of hours today, Raquel. So looking forward. Well, to yeah, It's cold here actually in North Texas. So if you are experiencing winter-like <laughs> weather today on the first day of spring, me and the kids are going to spend some time planting some seeds indoors so you can still be with your garden and maybe just not outside, not outside yet. 
yeah, not outside yet. And our local news people have been warning us, hey, we can actually have a freeze as yes. here in this part of the world as, as late as April 12th. And I've actually lost plants when I did that. So what I'm doing is I'm planting seeds in my greenhouse. Thank God I've got mm-hmm. finally got one after all these years. And like you said, you can put them, you know, guys, you can put them in, you know, your window, you know, your east window, plant them inside. Uh, and just leave, you know, you can use a cardboard egg crate like you've done, Raquel. You've made some great kits before where you put a little bit of soil in the cardboard egg crates and then your seed. You put that by a nice window, south, southwest, southeast window, and start growing them inside. So, yeah. So, I think we had a good episode, Raquel. We just wanted to pop by and say happy first day of spring to all of our listeners and hope that you're enjoying yourself wherever you are. Have a swing equinox and stay earthy, friends. Y'all stay earthy. Bye. The Earthy Girls are here to inform, encourage, and inspire you to take that one small step for our planet. If you like this podcast, leave us a review. If you love it, download it and share it with a friend. And leave us a message. We'd love to hear from you. And y'all stay earthy. Stay earthy.